0: Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Welcome to What Are You Doing Here? Thanks to AATC, Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, providing quality coach education across the globe. Courses delivered by industry leaders and tennis business owners. Learn locally. Coach globally. Internationally endorsed. Inquire and enrol at aatc.tennis. What are you
1: doing here? Well, this week I'm um, I'm doing some commentary work for the BBC, uh, for the TV. So it's my first year doing it. It's a little eye-opening, it's a little bit different. As the days are going along, I'm starting to, I don't know, feel a bit more comfortable. But it's always tricky, like, you want to get talking on certain aspects, but then you've got to stop by the time the point starts. And you retired after the Australian Open this year? Yeah, that's right, after yeah 2022 Australian Open. And decided just to stay out in Australia for another... Month and uh, just enjoy life I mean we played some golf together out there we sure did yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah I went out to, um, to, to, to see the Great Barrier Reef as well went down to Phillip Island went down to Great Ocean Roads um, down to Sydney as well to see the Blue Mountains as well so I just felt like I've been doing it for 12-13 years never seen anything on any trip to Australia and I was like that's embarrassing mm-hmm. considering the wonders of Australia yeah sure um, so I actually really enjoyed it. I never had the opportunity when I was playing
0: tennis. And now that I don't, I've got more opportunities to actually explore a little bit. Okay, so we've gone from, that's basically end of March or so, that you finished up in Australia or end of February. We're in June now. And this would be your first job outside of playing. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, first temporary job.
1: Just over the summer, just doing a little bit of commentary work uh, just to try and pay for all the green fees I've had to pay for on the golf courses. <laughs> um but also, I went for a, I went for a trip in America. I went to the Grand Canyon, did a road trip around there to see Monument Valley. and Played some more golf there too, right? Played some more golf there yeah. as well. You know, I always like to throw in a little golf yeah. and then some exploration at the same time. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, and I'm sure after this tournament, there'll be a little bit more of that to come. Yeah,
0: you were in Austin at 1.2, is that right? That's right, yeah. So, yeah. I went to
1: Austin for a wedding. Yeah. And then I flew to Vegas. And that's when I did the little sort of seven-day road trip kind of around the deserts and and trying to see all the sights. Yeah, okay, all right. So how do you like commentating? Yeah, it's good, actually. I mean, um, I actually enjoy it. I think uh, sometimes when you're just talking on... Like, I've done radio in the past when I was playing, and when you're just talking, um, you know, you're obviously trying to fill listener in, but I'm not very good at, you know, saying, oh, explain what's actually happening in the point as it happens. It's a little bit easier on TV when you just try to explain... With kind of tactics that are being had, whereas the viewer can actually see themselves what the point looks like. So it's easier to kind of bring that message across. Um, so it's really, it's good. I don't mind it. And I'm, you know, like watching the singles matches and trying to figure it out, you know, figure out what's going on and what players are thinking and um, and trying to help the viewer, I
0: guess, a little bit more insight of what's happening. Yeah, sure. So you retired start of 2022. How long had you been planning that retirement for? Was it a spur-of-the-moment thing No, no, no. I mean, to be honest, I think the first inkling,
1: uh, the first moment of like, how long do I want to keep doing this for came in 2020, January, actually, at the Australian Open. And I was thinking, you know what, that's just, maybe I'm just going through a bit of a phase and, you know, you dismiss it a little bit. And, you know, I'm still thinking I'm pretty young. I was 34 at the time. Um, And you carry on the season, and I had a reasonably good season, but then COVID hit um, in March, April time. And I think that's when it really kind of hit home that I wasn't actually enjoying it as much as I used to. Um, sure. And I think you start realizing you know other priorities in your life. I, I don't know, like the way I used to kind of be on a tour was I was all or nothing. Um, I never used to go and visit anywhere. I never used to go out for dinners. I never used to you know, hang out with other friends, watch matches. It was just like courts, practice, gym, rehab, go to the hotel, relax back at it the next day same thing same thing same thing you know when I'd come back here friends would be asking me to go out let's go out for dinner let's go out for drinks and I'd say no because I don't know I just I didn't know how else to do it and I'm not trying to say that was the right way or the wrong way just yeah. some people can relax and I just couldn't And I think I got to my threshold eventually
0: okay yeah. yeah which is which is probably the best thing any player could say about their career if you feel like you've maximized yeah what yeah. you had right exactly and I think the at the other day, I'm, you know, pretty happy with the decision.
1: I, I don't feel I have any regrets. Uh, it's, it's lovely being here at Wimbledon, watching everyone. But I don't feel like, oh, I should have carried on for a little bit longer to play. I don't, I don't feel that at all. So.
0: I guess that's a good decision and I hope everyone can reach that sort of decision when they stop playing tennis. Yeah, so when you start to think about the time where you're going to stop, have you started doing any planning for post-career, what you're going to do after? Obviously, you landed here for these couple of weeks, but is that going to be an ongoing thing or are you looking at doing other things as well? Initially, like obviously for the last year or so, I've been you know trying to build your network. I think that's important,
1: talking to people, uh, trying to kind of at least... Make them aware that, the t- that your, you know, your time is coming to an end in terms of tennis, uh, and that you might be open to opportunities afterwards. And it's actually been amazing of how many people are willing to give you their time and speak to you, um, and, and help you because you know you're a tennis player. They they want to talk to you. They they are interested to hear about your story. Um, and and they always want to. They almost feel like they wouldn't mind being part of the next chapter of it. Um, and you know, not everything is always you know extremely constructive, but sometimes it just helps you to rule out certain things that you don't want to do. It doesn't always mean that you're going to get a job offer at that moment, but um, I think that's been quite vital. And um, I still am trying to break it down. I think for me the most important thing was to enjoy the summer. I haven't had a summer in about 12 years, um, so I wanted to really enjoy that and then kind of nail down what i wanted to do after the summer was done thankfully i'm in a position where i don't you know need to pay it i don't need to make, make a paycheck right this moment to you know pay the bills um so i've had to, the opportunity to kind of take time and really figure out what it is i want to do
0: yeah you were saying you've become uh, kind of like a yes man right so, so any anyone that asked you to do anything and you pretty much have told yourself you have to say yes
1: yeah i mean uh, within reason obviously if someone says you know go and chug a bottle of vodka I'm probably not going to do that but yeah I think for so many times I've just said no now nah, I'm too tired no not interested and now it's sort of like spur of the moment I mean people could just say hey listen we're in central London come and meet us for a drink and I'm like okay just not even ready just go bang off we go as I said like the spur of the moment thing was to go to Las Vegas I didn't plan on doing that but I was like you know what let's get it get the flight get, a, get the car off we go and, and so those are the kind of things I'm trying to do and and, and I think it's just kind of fun you never know what can happen out of it
0: yeah so you talk you talk about your network as well now um your brother's obviously pretty heavy involved with the atp tour uh have you taken any advice from him at all
1: yeah i've spoken to him a little bit and and he's been quite helpful in that sense but i probably haven't really spoken to him as much as i should simply because i um, it's almost like one of these ones where i want to speak to him when you're on sort of the third stage of your decision making out of let's say five and at the moment, I'm still on one, and I don't. it's almost like I'm not sure. I think he will help me narrow it down a bit more once I get to a stage, but we're not quite there yet. But I have spoken to him a little bit, and I think he's actually quite excited for me because he wants to know where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do and what's exciting me. And, um, yeah, all, all,
0: these, all these inputs from him and, and other people have been very, very useful. Obviously, we've spoken a little bit before as well, and you had various areas of interest outside of tennis as well as within tennis Uh, you've landed up in a tennis job where are your thoughts at with that would you are you looking to try and stay within tennis or do you think you might leave tennis and go into the business world what do you think about that
1: yeah I mean initially I was thinking about going into the business world into finance because I'd I'd finished um, a degree in finance at the University of Virginia when I was there on a scholarship for tennis uh, before I went pro and um, it seemed to make sense to go and do that but now I'm, I'm more and more. I think about it. The more I'd like to somewhat stay in sport, not not so much coaching or you know on the court, but maybe the business side of sport, you know, commercial kind of deals and and media rights that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I've actually really enjoyed this commentary gig. So we can see if that develops into something uh, more long term. I, I guess you know we'll have to see how the rest of this Wimbledon kind of journey goes um, and if there's something that's feasible or
0: not. Obviously, as a player, but also in business outside of tennis connected to tennis things can change you feel like things can change pretty quickly within the couple of weeks depending on how things go for you here yeah completely
1: And as I mentioned you know when you agree to do things if you say yes to a lot of things I think that sometimes you won't you don't know where the opportunity is going to come from and it can come from the most random of places Um, so you know to give you an example I've spoken to to one of my friends now actually I play a little bit of tennis with him now but I met him playing tennis with a bunch of you know finance guys, and he's actually been really supportive and really helpful, and trying to help me understand, you know, what the finance world will look like, um, but also what the uh, what this kind of sports industry look like, because he's involved in that as well. So there's something there that you know could potentially develop, um, and we're just waiting to see how it goes. But I think those are the things that sometimes you don't. I'm a big believer in the, the more you kind of open yourself, the more things that come into your life that you wouldn't have seen coming. Um, and they could come from the most unlikely of places. Um, and, and things that I thought were going to be you know, guaranteed opportunities didn't at all happen. So you've got to be prepared for that. I think as maybe as a tennis player, I think I'm, I'm used to sort of um, things Being not flexible. going your way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being flexible and things not going your way.
0: But you just you know keep trucking and it'll happen. Obviously, there'll be opportunities that present themselves to you within tennis, whether you decide to take them up or not. Um, are there any other sports that interest you to try and get involved in from the business side? Anything that you feel passionate about, obviously besides golf? I
1: just took the answer that uh, I was going yeah. to use. I mean, I think, I think for me, ultimately, it's got to be something that you're really passionate about, something that you love watching, something that you want to be a part of. And I think for me now as well, golf is a big part of that. I, I love watching golf. I love watching you know, the PGA Tour. I love watching the LPGA Tour. In all honesty, I was watching, uh, I was watching the Solheim Cup um, last summer, and I was meant to go on a date on the Sunday, and I and I basically said I was ill, so I could actually watch canceled, the rest. You Cancelled your date, so oh, I could watch okay. the last day of the Solheim Cup on TV because it was so thrilling. So, okay. did you reschedule or straight cancel? Yes, there was a reschedule. Okay. It was a reschedule. So, yeah, I mean, there was a date, but it didn't go. <laughs> maybe <they> didn't go <laughs> that for one a reason. didn't go your way either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe that, maybe that cost me, but. Hey-ho, that's the way it goes. But yeah, so I think that would be quite interesting as well. Uh, and I think, especially now, it, the golf is in a very
0: strange period. I was about to say, we're in London. Um, I was here two or three weeks ago, and at my hotel was a lot of people from the Live Tour that just had the first event here. Yeah. Would that be something that interests you? Hey, what's your view on the Live Tour?
1: I mean, I think at the end of the day, I don't... Everyone can say there's, 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 there's things that go on behind the scenes, but... Um, of you know the backers and things like that but, but ultimately I, I, we can't all control that and I think you know if we wanted to start boycotting it, everything, anybody that did anything wrong I mean we'd be boycotting half of the events that are currently on the on the ATP tour on the PGA tour and I think people like to make out things that there's a lot worse than they actually are. I don't know I, I really haven't had the opportunity in terms of um, seeing what is there <laughs> so I don't have to make that decision and maybe if I had to make the decision maybe it'd be a dawning on me that actually no I don't feel comfortable with it maybe I would feel comfortable until you're in the kind of the game time decision making I don't know actually which way I'd sway on that one but I think that it's 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 a disruptor nonetheless um, and it's you know forced changes at the at the PGA which I think are quite interesting because initially the PGA were hunky-dory Liv comes along changes the game and now suddenly the PGA have found you know 20 million for however many events it is 14-15 events with no cut so the opportunities were there for those players but it required someone to take the jump before something happened did you go when the when the live tour was here no i didn't go no i didn't go i had something on at the time um so i didn't go but it's actually at the centurion club which i've played and it's a great course but uh yeah no i didn't i didn't, didn't manage it how much tennis are you playing since she's retired from the tour not that much i won't i won't lie I, I think i needed a little bit of a break from it but there's things that keep bringing me back to it and you know i'm playing for the club team or I go and play for the all England club in a, in a club match or something like that and the problem is the problems are that now
0: I'm playing infrequently I've started I've developed tennis elbow so actually so now quite... you have to do you have to get back in the gym and start training for your infrequent tennis
1: no I I go to the gym to stay fit that's the only thing I do and I think that's actually probably the more of the problem because trying to manipulate sort of weight that I never used to do especially for upper body that's probably what's caused the problems with my with my forearm but I've actually spoken to one of the physios who works with Tennis Australia now, um, who's based here, and I said maybe we should uh, we should catch up after the, <laughs> open, after, after the championships here, because I might need some help.
0: Are you a member of the All England Club yet?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been a member here now for five, six years, so it's been, it's been fun. Actually, I've been using the club a lot, I've, surprisingly. I didn't think I was going to use it as much as I have been, but I've been here almost, well, not when the tournament's going on, but every day almost, going to the gym, having lunch, occasional hits, as I said. Um, and just you know lots of great members to kind of to talk to and again you know to kind of expand your network to meet new people as well I think there's obviously so many members that I didn't know because I never had the time to meet them and you slowly meet them and and I'm in a a little golf group with a bunch of them as well that we go play golf together so it's been fun where's the best golf course to go and play around here that's the question well a lot of people will tell you Sunningdale which has got all the history two great courses but personally, I love Hankley Common, which is a fantastic course just past Guildford. And so one of the other commentators here, Arvin Palmer, used to play tennis himself. He's a member there. So he's been, I've been fortunate enough that he's taken me along with him. Um, and it's a fantastic course. You know members everywhere, don't you? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But um, I've been, I guess people are drawn to my passion for golf. <laughs> sure. And also, you play pretty well. What are you playing off now? 2.6. Okay. so it's improved but it, I mean considering how much I've played you'd hope
0: that it would improve so so you're living in London at the moment how willing or how much have you thought about potential relocation for a further career yeah I, I, to be honest I think I've I've actually considered it um, and if and if something came
1: up that was interesting I would definitely do it because at the moment you know you, I've been traveling all my life which is fine and and you know home is London but I don't know, I like the idea of a new, new adventure and I, I guess I'm kind of I like the idea of it because when I went to college, um, into America I was very much in that situation as well where I didn't know anybody when I went to college, I never visited it because I'd made a last minute decision and my dad was like, do you want me to go with you? and I said no, I don't, I'd rather to just jump in the deep end and just find my way and I thought it was so
0: exhilarating not knowing what was going to be in store for you, you just do whatever you got to do to find a way and that one ended up pretty well for you as well, right? Because you ended up at University of Virginia, which is one of the top, especially tennis schools in the nation, right?
1: Yeah, I was, to be honest, I was very lucky because when I turned up, they had just turned number one in the country. So we had a great team. Someone of DeVarman was on our team. You know, he ended up being, I think, top 50 or 60 in the world in singles. Also a fellow commentator now as well. Exactly, yeah. He does some commentary for the Indian TV. Tret Huey, who's still playing here right now, Um, He was also on my team. And we had a fantastic bunch of guys. And then as well as that, I didn't even realize it, but the business school that I ended up going to in my third year, that was ranked number two in the country. Um, So I couldn't have got luck And I'm not going to try and say that that was anything to do with me because... I was so lucky. I didn't. I was going here for the tennis, and I got a great schooling as well.
0: Okay, so more planning now than then. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've learned from that. I can't rely on uh, luck every time.
0: Well, in that case, then I think that's probably about all we've got for you. Dom, thanks for your time. It's a pleasure, absolute pleasure. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers, and follow us on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Today, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and cs apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP/01005.